Tulsa's number one podcast. Showtime, baby. It's Castro X to Titty Tia, Eyes Open, dubbed the home of the emotionally naked. A podcast about anything and everything. If you don't like it, with all due respect, fuck you. See, I forgot my line now. Yep. See? Bet you're you wondering why I gathered you yes. all here today. Yep. There we go. I got it now. Yep. Thank you. Okay. You're welcome. I wish that the next guy that I fuck has a bigger dick than everybody else. Fuck you, nigga. I'm about to lasso Castro the asshole. Turn him into mincemeat for ramen casserole. Feed it to a thick booty bad bitch. She'll fucking kill me if I try to feed a cabbage. Pussy fried catfish. I'ma hit them boys with Mandalorian hat tricks. I ain't never had shit till I turn to rapping. For rapper to rapper, Kappa Lambda, I'm on some fresh shit. Packing on Packers damage, damning or stacking damage. Acting out like an asses. If you move it against me, it's like my last. You should've taken some classes. Uh huh. Baby, what is he rapping? If you couldn't hack it, then maybe you should trash it. I'ma serve it like a delivery package. Misery's a habit in the latest fashion. She likes to pull up in the fastest. Hoopy with the black tip. We get it cracking. She releasing the dragon. Hold up. Fire breathing. I am not a heathen. I am just a lion crushing everything he's saying. Heat seeking, miss a launcher with a beacon. With all due respect, fuck you for even speaking. Ho. Yo, 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 it's your man Castro X coming at you live and direct with the with all due respect podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, 2 Titty T in the motherfucking house. We're still here. Um, I have not smoked any weed today, I don't think, yet. Uh, Smoked a lot of weed last night, though. Shout out, shout out. Yeah. Welcome back. Thank you. Welcome back to Earth. Um, I've been here this whole time. If you're never, high, you're, you know, never, elsewhere. No, no. It's a thing you, you start to say a lot. It's a metaphor. Yeah. Right. Don't, shut uh, up. QN, uh, my man. Hey, eyes open to the open eyes podcast. True indeed in the building and a part of the With All Due Respect podcast. He's here. True. And he's gorgeous. Uh, sitting to my left, man, the lovely, uh, wonderful, you know what I'm saying, stand-up comedian, man. Been on the podcast, what, twice? Now it's your third time. The, the return of... Uh, the return times two. Mm, Joe Miller in the building. What's up? It's Joe Miller. And then sitting, you know what I'm saying, in that direction from me. <laughs> that you know direction. what I'm saying? Like right, but to the side. And then that... T-, T is left. Okay. T is left. Uh, you guys know him. You love him. It's that smart motherfucker, brainiac himself, uh, Mr. Quantum Guy in the motherfucking building. Yes, that is correct, and uh, I bet you guys are wondering why I've gathered you all here today. Mm. Yes, and I was wondering, why do they call you Eyes? Man, um, I think I came up with the name myself. Uh, I was like, yo, I want to call myself this. What was your name before that? Uh, Nick Avelli. Where'd you get that uh, name? Uh, that was from... <laughs> Machiavelli? I am not surprised this... Yeah, it's Machiavelli, yeah. but... Uh, I'm not surprised this came into play. Uh, that would be from the one and only King Castro X. Sheesh. Uh, Shut up. You make the dumbest <laughs> name. All right, now tell them where the good name came from. I mean, they're both good names. They're both good names. A lot of people still call me Nick Avelli to this day. Nice. Um... 
I, I dig that. That's I was cool. on a phone it's... call the other day where somebody else was calling him. Nick it caught me off guard when Tony yeah. said Nick yeah. Bender. I was like, wait. <laughs> yeah, because he said that and I was like. How's he know this now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean. I've been friends with Tony for a long time. Um, was that ever your rap name? Yeah. Yeah? You yeah. ran with it? Yeah. Shout out. Shout out. I have other friends that call me Nick Cavelli too. Like, they were like, I, I came up with Eyes Open. They're like, but you're Nick Cavelli, dude. Like, what the fuck? So, right. Um, That's a good name. For me, Eyes Open is just kind of like a concept of seeing things from not only your perspective, but other people's perspective. Um, and just kind of being open minded to shit. So, kind of like you, the opposite of Eyes Wide Shut? Eyes Wide Shut. I mean, yeah, you know, I mean. Movie from the 80s. <laughs> I I had never heard of that movie prior to now, so I, I was unaware if that was outside of my generation. Have you guys heard of this? No. Man, did I just age myself? Yes, yeah, hard. Yeah, it's cool, because cool, last time I got aged. Um, hard. Hard. <laughs> that, that was a rough moment. So to paint the scene for this, to segue can I, properly. Can I do that? Because that, yeah. Go ahead. So, Go ahead. so <laughs> last night, there was this kid and this, like, child girl okay in in our green room all right there were children can here we at talk this about show. like that's no no, no. hold on there were children here okay i'm not gonna lie we they had were, no shut up shut up shut up shut up you know what I'm shut up children being shut up show. Yeah. shut up oh, the whole high school was there there were children there okay so there was i was like i was like you have got to have been born in like 2000 right because me being who i am and how old i am I'm like the vanguard you got to be at like at least 18 to get in. Not anymore. But uh fucking these kids were born in 2003. Mm. And I was like, "What?" And he was like, "Yeah." And I was like, "That's no. Yeah. <laughs> like that's too that's too many years after I was born." I like forget that people are born after me. And then whenever like they are born after me, I always think of them as like 12-year-old children. Because that's what they look like and will forever be 12-year-old children to me. Um, so I'm, it was fucking weird. And then there was this other kid that was there that was also born in 2003. And I was like, Castro was like, he's like, like, how old am I? And the guy was like, uh, uh, I don't know, like, uh, like 20, 29. And he was like, yeah, all right. And he was like, I'm 27. Yeah, I'm 27, and then he was like going around the room, and then Joe was next, and he was like, I don't know, like, uh, what do you say, how 19. Like 19, and I was like, yeah, I can see that, and, I was like, and she's like, I'm 24, and he was like, oh, and then uh, they were like, how old do you think Tia is, and I was like, okay, tell me how old I am, and he was like, 20, 22, and I was like, yeah, that's right, I was like, that's right, I was like, just kidding, I'm 27, and then fucking Nick, we were like, how old does Nick this look to you, kid, and this fucking Fuck kid was like, uh, I don't know, like, like 37, <laughs> how you feel about that? Oh, um, I feel like I got hold a little bit. I was like, yeah, 30s. Disrespected by a kid born in 2003, dog. Like, it was funny, you know. You his know, generation ain't tied to us. So, like, so let me flip this around on you. How old do you think I am? <laughs> Go ahead, step in the place of that kid. Make him feel his age. Look at the beard. Alright, um, I mean, yeah, I got like, I got a gray hair in my beard. It pops out every See, now and then. See, I'm trying to talk his way out of it. I'd be yanking that bitch out because it's just got He go. said no. Uh, basically, every time. Um, uh, 32, bro. You're right. Yes. Now add 10 to it. 42? Yes. Now okay. subtract one and you're there. 
Right on, right on. Like Six months. I'll I be said 22. he he, okay. he went real okay. low. There uh there were a lot of kids at that show. Uh, me and Joe, I had her over there working the table, selling merch, man, for us. Shout out, you know, what I'm saying we appreciate it. As we were sitting there, two like child kid, like little children, children like, two childs. <laughs> no, like they were young as fuck, like. You know that Bad kid. Young. The girl was the, like 14. Probably. Yeah, it that's why I said that because it used to be like 18 thing. and up in this place. And but now they came up to me after kids. my set and was uh, showed me mad love. You know what I'm saying? Though they were kids. It was they just, give you the teeny bopper? I was like, you don't even Can understand I? the context of my music. Like, They're like, you are so talented. talented. <laughs> you have no idea what I'm talking about like, in this song. Like, what do you. So, can I just <laughs> tell you guys something real quick? So I, I got really like put in a position last night because we were up on stage, right? And I was looking out at these fucking children. Okay. And I, I was didn't like, know no, they no, were gonna be I kids. knew they were kids. I knew that they were going to be kids. Are you kidding me? I've never hosted a show for children, for children. Uh, in all of our experience of doing this, like it could have been a whole little youth group out there. Can you, right? Can you guys just like a church shut retreat up? or some shit? What the fuck are we doing? So anyway, we were on stage last night, and it was fucking amazing. I don't know. What's and going on? I was I, trying to tell you guys something, and then you guys really get wit. To I'm gonna fucking kill myself today. Third or and write a note specifically to Nick and Castro. She forgot that we share a mic. Go ahead. And fucking, we were sitting on stage talking to these kids last night. And the only thing that was going through my head was me thinking back to all the times that I was sitting there where they were and like looking up at people that were us. And I was like, this is fucking crazy. I was like, imagine like being these 14 year old kids looking up at us. So it was surreal for it, you. Yeah, it was real weird. I was like, mm, I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> that reminds really? me of my first experience. I was six years old. My uncle took me to a Metallica concert. Shout out. And I was there. I was there, man, just mesmerized. So he took me to that concert because I was rooting around in his car in his glove box and found the Ride the Lightning cassette. And I wore Mm. them tape out. And he's like, You so you really like them? And I'm like, Yeah, they're awesome. I love this. And he took me to a concert. I guess I was about seven, maybe. Man. It's eighty seven. Um I think they were doing the Justice Tour. I can't remember. Um it was in Los Angeles. Uh, I believe it was at the Forum. Uh, but it was it was amazing, and I've been a Metallica fan ever since. Ever since. Imagine. James James Hetfield, my hero. That's your favorite band, right? That is my favorite band. Yes, yes. I like um, they're on the top. I mean, I have other music that I listen to that is up there at the top too. Uh, Sabaton, Amon Amoth, uh, all the Viking metal shit from Norway and Sweden. But Metallica is there. They're in my heart. Right. Right. Uh, as a young youth, that's why I play guitar. Man. You know, um, jamming. Just, I wanted to be James Hetfield. And, yeah, I, I, could, I could feel that. Kids being at a show and just looking up and being like, oh my God, that's amazing. That's what I'm saying, but it's not even just an age thing to you. Like, it's like... Look at where you're at now, right? From when you were where they no, were I know. I mean, on that stage now, you're one of the people that you used to look up to. You know what I mean? And I think that that's pretty cool. Yeah, I wouldn't look at it like that. I would never look up to someone like me. But like, hmm. it's just crazy that like we're there in that position right now, yeah. and like we're we're in front of 
the future of the world. Like these kids are going to be taking over the world one day. That's and scary if lot. they make it that long. And like we're we're able to like give them a fucking badass show. And maybe and like that kid, that kid that was born in 2003 that we met, that was his first ever show ever performing. Mm-hmm. And he had the entire fucking crowd and his first show was at Vanguard. I dreamed of that day. My entire life, I had dreamed of that day to be on that stage. Mm. And it was last night, and it was crazy. Yeah. It was crazy. It was dope. Hosting it was weird. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, with it being a bunch of children, because I say fuck a lot. You know what I'm saying? Right. Coming out to the motherfucking stage. Like, that's what I say every time. Yeah, it's so not it's like just, they don't cuss. I know. They're in still, high school. I have children. You know what I'm saying? Me and my baby mama have argued before about cursing in front of kids. It's, it's not my market. That's me. I know you feel completely different when it comes to They ate Tide Pods. They're fine. What, yeah, I just... What, what, is your, what is your thought on that? I'd just rather not. I, I think they're going to hear it everywhere else, but just me uh, setting a standard as a man in front of children. I'm like, I'd rather not curse in front of you. There's other right. words what about, that we can What use. about taking your kids aside and being like, look, this is how it is in the real world. These are the words that we use. I mean, and I plan on... But they're not the words that you use, and here's how you use them. I Exactly. That's kind of my mentality on it. It's like... You know what I'm saying? As I said, setting the standard. Like, these are things that exist, and this is what's going to go on in the world. You know what I'm saying? I plan on being completely yeah. upfront and honest with the kid, you know, and my boys. But it's like, well, I At the don't same time, you want to keep them safe. I understand mm-hmm. that. It's not even just keeping them safe. It's just showing them, look, you can, you can operate out of this cloth, or you can come from this cloth. You know what I'm saying? I you think some move. parents just take it way too far. You know, they've got to have helmets to jerk off now. It's just crazy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They might fall out of bed and hurt themselves. I do feel, I mean, like I said, so with my kids, you know, that's the only experience I can speak off of. Nobody else's children. It's just like I said, I mean, I want my, my kids to walk around as kings, not as, you know what I'm saying, uh, the scum of the earth. Because Right, we, because, you know, you know, kings don't say fuck every other word. Well, we just don't have to, and we're here to lift the scum, you know what I'm saying? Shout out, we are, we come from the scum, right. you know what I'm saying? But I'm trying to show my sons that, look, you don't have to remain. The moment you put that mentality of, like, you know what I mean? You can be above this. You can do more. You right. know what I'm saying? I feel it's, uh, you know, it's just kind of what I'm going for. I feel like that puts just way too much stress on somebody to worry about somebody else's kids. To worry about somebody else's kids? I mean, but like, I feel like with the, I mean, like, you're... Can I, let me go. Let me, let me finish. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to you. Cut me off four times. I'm going to keep going. Uh, okay. You know what I'm saying? But I feel like that's kind of the position we're in, though. You know, we are in control of the, the future. You know, stepping up in this lead role of, like, everything that we're doing, entertainment as a whole. It, and you don't have to worry about it. It's not your responsibility. But, you know what I'm saying, it's, it's okay to be conscious of that at times. Well, there's that additive. It takes a village. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Right, but this is entertainment. This is a... It is this entertainment. Is, this is a something that these kids are going to be seeing for the rest of their lives. Like, we can't put something over us to protect these kids that are going to be going through the same shit that we are. No, but you can show them the right ways. Right, which I mean, which is perfectly fine, but like, no offense to anybody's kids. You raise them better than I'm going to. But fuck your kids, bro. It's It's not my responsibility to cover myself and try to be a certain way because you can't raise your kids correctly. See, I don't feel like that's what it is. I just feel like it's being an adult. At the end of the day, just being an adult. I mean, being no nice way. to somebody is, is is good. Like, I'm not going to go out of my way and punch a kid in the face. But, like, the way I talk is the way I talk. And if you don't like it, keep your kids out of my fucking shows. 
If you don't like it, tell your kids, like, just because you like this person, don't talk like them. Well, I feel like that's why there's a separation in shows. There's a all ages, and then, then there's adult shows. You know what I'm saying? And it's we went in there, with all due respect, is very adult. You know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, the the people playing at this show were very adult. These 18-year-old kids are playing, like, some pretty heavy songs. These aren't just chill. Like, these aren't 12-year-old kids. They're, they're sophomore, juniors, and seniors in high school. They're not, they're not children. They're young adults. Adolescents. Adolescents. They're getting... Young minds. Yeah, of course. And as we've established previous in this episode, you know what I'm saying? They're going to get it elsewhere. They're going to hear this same shit elsewhere. But still, I'm only speaking personally for me. No, for nobody else. It's just, you know what I'm saying? It's about setting a standard. That's where I was talking about me host, and I was like, sheesh, it's kind of wild. You know what I mean? Because my natural way is to say whatever the fuck I say, which I did. You know what I'm saying? But... I thought about that kind of shit. That's that's that was my whole what I was talking about the whole time. Everyone's got that paternal instinct in them when it comes to certain things like that, and then mm. it's up to you whether you listen to it or ignore it. Right, and that's mean, what I'm saying. It's either stepping up or doing you. You know what I mean? It's completely your choice. Same as it's your choice to if you want to curse in front of kids or not curse, it's your choice. And at the end of the day, who the fuck can tell you anything about any of it? It's you. You know what I'm saying? That's where I learned my curse words from. My mother. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Nobody has, like, really, their opinions are invalid. Everybody else's opinions are invalid. It's you. Solely you. You know what I'm saying? Solely me. It's up to us. It's up to our, left to our discretion of how we want to represent shit, how we want to carry the future. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm never going to... Slow. I'm not gonna change the way I speak in front of young adults because when I was 15, 16, 17, I was cussing and I was a terrible person when I was that age. I feel that, but so I also like, feel that I'm, offers the realness of the world. The fact that you won't chase, like, look, this is this what is you gotta this do is again. this is who you're gonna be when you grow up, baby. Like, yeah. you're gonna be mad, fucking depressed, and cry all the time. <coughs> This is how we deal with that. I feel that too. Yeah, for me, like, you're the parent, that's your child, so would you say it goes, right? Like, that's your business. Uh, for me, I used to have friends back in the day, we were, that's when I used to smoke cigarettes, um, and they would smoke cigarettes around their kids, right? They were okay with that. Me, personally, I would go outside because right. I wasn't okay with smoking yeah, cigarettes around right. kids. I couldn't, I couldn't vibe with that. So, like, it. I mean, I get both sides i think it's a lot of it's situational what you're comfortable with personally and, and again what the parent says about their child because what mm-hmm. they say goes for their kid you know so yeah and you know that these parents that are like in charge of these children know exactly what kind of show they're going to i mean every parent does every parent knows everything if doing. they do you know what I mean? because there's also that care. there's also that chance of like hey we're going i'm going with my friend to my friend like kids lie you know what i'm saying so like, yeah but your parents we don't know the dumb. entire situation i'm going over to timmy's house because you trust timmy but we're actually going over to johnny's house who you don't like you know what i'm saying like, <laughs> my, par- my parents knew exactly where the fuck i was at my every given point in time did not. you know what i'm saying that's what i'm saying like mine but, were fucking rude and overprotective so that's but what i got that's what i'm saying like we're concentrated on all this goofiness with the kids and you know what i mean all this the thing is the show last night was cool as fuck and is what the fuck i want to talk about <laughs> fuck them damn kids at the end of all of that, because that was boring as fuck for goddamn 20 minutes. Let's talk about this show 
and how we partied with all these kids because that shit was lit. You know what uh, I'm saying? Yeah, I wish I could have seen the show, the whole show. Um, I heard it, just not as good as I think I could have heard it if I was out there. Right. But you were also doing something really cool, which is working the green room, fucking running interviews with all the rappers. I do want to tell you that room does get hot. Mm-hmm. Um, also, nobody knows how to listen um, at all, so that's cool. Uh, I didn't. I did like sitting with all of the artists because I thought that was nice. I got to meet some new artists that uh, Bando two times was cool. Yeah. Um, I love that. Like that was cool. Dylan uh, Howell was cool. Dylan Howell. Dylan cool. Howell and his friend. Rick- I forgot. I think it was Ray. Ray Burns. Burns. Yeah. Yep, they were cool. I, I had to think about it. SoundCloud. So yeah, they, they were. They were real nice. They were real nice kids. Um, and then of course the neighbors were amazing. Mm-hmm. The neighbors was probably my favorite interview we had <laughs> that whole night because they were they were interviewing with us whenever Kicked was on. So Kicked is always loud as fuck, and so we're in there and I'm like. Oh, you guys are going to have to really yell into this mic. And they're just like, yeah, they just start like screaming. And I'm like, thank you. Yeah. And then like Zach's sitting there in the corner, just like all quiet, just like this. And then like five seconds later, he's like, yeah, so it was a great show. We had a great time. You can hear kicked right now. And we're all like, yeah. yeah. And I was like, yeah, come on, keep talking. Like, I got to go watch this. <laughs> like, no, I think that's really dope. I just I was talking to Joe yesterday on the way home, man. It's uh, got all this bullshit piled up in life that happens all the time. No, we're gonna get real again, I guess. Fuck it. But uh, it's just like, but we're also surrounded by so many flowers right now. I feel like this group of individuals, we are surrounded by so many fucking roses. Who gets to do the shit that we're doing? You know what I mean? We have the coolest fucking opportunities. You guys got to hang out in the green room with some of Tulsa's hottest artists. You know what I'm saying? And fucking interview and smoke weed all night. Yeah, yeah. you guys didn't get to see the show, but I still got to see the show. You still got to jam. I got to hear. I just didn't get the full effect of the performance. Yeah, right I wish I could have. I really wish I could have seen Dylan Howell and Ray. Burns. They were called. Yeah, that, I heard, they came to perform. Yeah, yeah, I know, and I heard it because we were we were interviewing that one kid. I can't remember his name. The one that wanted you to not introduce him on stage. Um, CJ Love. Yeah, he he was in there with. Um, Alex and Dylan and Ray were going. Yeah. And I was and they started screaming and I was like, Who the fuck is this? Yeah. You and they were like them. they were like, It's Dylan and Ray and I was like, oh, fuck I was like, I would have loved that. I would have yeah. loved this. They were cool. Yeah, they they were sound cool. like they were eating out there. Like, <coughs> I was like, Okay, I hear you. Yeah. It was a lit show altogether. Uh, you know what I'm saying? DJ Selly Two Times, man, was the DJ working the ones and twos. Shout out to that he man. He did a great job last night. He was phenomenal. You know what I'm saying? As I said, I got to host that motherfucker. We had the artist not show up. You know what I'm saying? So I ended up getting to rap at the Vanguard by chance. You know what I mean? That yeah. was fucking crazy. That was fun to do. Working big stages are weird for me, though. I'm that's, so used to these small stages. That's, I, I got stage, up though. I got up there. It's not a huge stage. That is not I a mean, big can, stage. Compared so, to like, what I'm used to compared to a right. Compared to Mama Sue's and stuff like that, right. that's a bigger compared, bigger stage. Uh, but we're going to get we're gonna get above that stage, and y'all ain't even going to know what to do. Yeah. I'm going to have to have you up there so I can not move much, and it looks like we're moving still. You know what I'm saying? But... How that many, was cool. I'm just running back and forth. So, 
about a hundred. About a hundred people showed up last night. So it was cool. I know that they. I know that they weren't. I think they think they were like three tickets below the need the needed mm-hmm. amount of it. But they they filled out that that fucking venue. I don't feel like this is what caught me off guard getting the rap right. Is I don't feel like my music. I think I said this to you on the way back in when we grabbed the shirts. It's like I don't think the kids will like my music because my music's not that vibey. Right. You know what I mean shit that they own. Yeah, you're like I hope they like my music. I was like they will, bro. They and they they received it. It was cool. Your your music may be about situations that they haven't yet dealt with, um, but you've got good shit in your music that people right. can vibe that. to. And you know I'm joking with this, but you didn't have the murder bars, did you? Did I have? Any, do I have any murder bars? You don't have any murder bars. <laughs> no, I don't See, talk about killing. It. I don't talk about killing. I don't think much. All these kids in that crowd are I, I sad that's, boys. That, that's All what, of them out there were sad boys. That's, like, that's what the joke That's was. where maybe like tripping yeah. again. That's where maybe Bandos we were talking about this again. We'll we were talking about this last yeah. night. Yeah. We're watching them right everybody battles, you know. bobbing. You know what I mean? Like there was like a little wave going. Like from the first song, from uh, together the cut. Yeah, yeah, they were all. They all had their arms around each other, fucking all doing this, and I'm like, oh, gay as fuck. You know what I'm saying? Oh God, yeah. It's 2021 though. No, I mean, I used to do that when I was a kid, too, so it was funny, because, like, all night, all night when we were sitting out there, I would just get all these, like, flashbacks of my shows at Vanguard and shit that I'd go to, and I'd be in the fucking pit and, like, acting like these other kids that were out there. And then there were kids that I, there were people that I knew in that crowd as well, and, like, Tanner, when that guy that was up at the table talking to NDOT, um, I know him, he had pink hair. I know him. I've known him for a while. And he's like, Where are you, what are you doing? And I was like, bro, I'm backstage. I was like, I'm interviewing these people. I will say when you guys came on stage, you guys slayed your roles very well. I was uh, very proud no, of you. No, I didn't. You did, 100%. I wanted to throw up. It went well. I just I got very people proud. to yell. I just love how naturally we can go on stage. And it's, you know what I'm, I'm always scared uh, to, uh, you know what I'm saying? That like, what the fuck are we going to do before we get up there? And then the moment I'm like, the yo, energy yo. takes over. Yeah, I say whatever the fuck I say, and then you guys chime in. I'm like, oh, we could sit here and probably do this for 20 more minutes if we really wanted to. You know what I'm saying? I love yeah. that it kicks in. Did you get that same feeling? Um, I was nervous, but I had a lot of fun. Like, I was shaky. I went back, and I just started jumping around a little bit in the green room because I was like really up hyped there? up. I did. I had fun. I was like, I don't know what to say, so I'm like, let's just get motherfuckers to yell. And they yelled, and I was happy. I was like, literally my yelled, whole approach I'm, when hosting, because I'm scared every time I go up to host, I'm, like, I'm going to yell a lot, and I'm going to make them yell a lot. Yeah. That means I'm doing good. Right? It's the feedback. You get the energy, <laughs> yeah. and then it just builds on top of it. I mean, I've been on the stage before, and feeling that energy, it's it's great. It's wild. We got to It was good. The only thing I hated about us opening that show was the fact that we talked over the goddamn opener for our fucking podcast that pissed me the fuck off because you just kept talking and i was like shut up so that's the awkward (laughs) part is because the song was supposed to come on while you guys were coming up yeah uh it was done wrong and i wasn't going to just sit there and wait for our song to be over like just stand there awkward like the audience is waiting i mean we could have hyped up we could have i mean but probably wrapped it yeah Yeah. but it'd be kind of weird that's what i'm saying that if it was if it could if we could find a way to shorten that to where it's like maybe 15 seconds while we get up on stage or something, that would be the best idea for that. I feel or like we could, could use that radio open for whenever we get on stage. I feel like that would probably be the best because uh, 
if they would have did it the ideal way, you know what yeah. I'm saying? The song would have played. You guys would it would have worked out. You know what I'm saying? But things I don't mean that we did we didn't connect. He didn't yeah. know what was going on. So that was the only was thing fun. I didn't like because it, we were talking and I felt like it was harder to understand what we were saying yeah. over the music that was playing. Right. It was just I was in that position of they're waiting. So it's like we're either gonna sit here awkwardly and let them hear this song that they have no idea what's going on, or talk. You know what I mean? So I did what I did best, do yeah. best, and that's start talking. I almost you know? didn't pull my microphone out of the stand. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to. It's not comedy. But that's what I've learned. Every time you fucking pull a mic, Joe can tell you. You know, so every time you get to a mic, man, just move that bitch out of the way. Yeah. You know what I mean? I was worried of how I was going to do my set because when I first, uh, before I went out, like, I saw four mics lined up. And I was like, what the fuck? Where am I going to work with? I don't want to just get up here and move each one. Right. You know what I mean? Like, that would have been a fucking annoying thing to do i would have hated whenever i had said that i had anxiety for being on i did because i was like i I, that that's been my fucking like dream since i was 13 to be on that stage and i was like oh god i'm here now what the fuck do i do and i was like i got a lot of anxiety right now and there was this chick that was in front of me and she was like and i was like that's for you, bitch. <laughs> I was like, that's for you. I was like, we're going to be okay. <laughs> I uh, I appreciate y'all watching my set, too. That was cool to get to do my set and then my team come up with me on stage. Like, that was fire as fuck. Well, duh, we're not going to fucking sit back there. We didn't interview you. <laughs> I'm not going to fucking sit back there and fucking listen to you. No, I'm going to watch you. Right. It was dope, man. It was a whole dope experience. So, you know what I'm saying? How'd you feel sitting at the table working merch, just observing people? Who do you feel like was the hottest? Who do you feel like, you know what I'm saying, could have brought it better? Uh, yeah, I like Kicked Hopeless a lot. The neighbors, I've seen them twice now. They they came out to perform last night, yeah. for real. Um, the best I've seen them, which, like I said, is only twice. Uh, the guy that didn't want to be introduced, obviously, thought a lot about himself, but I will say this. He he did perform. He even did some crazy shit where he was over he on that shit and climbed yeah, up on the wall. Over on the shit. wall and sh- I mean he was he was there doing his thing. Shout so. out to the kid, CJ Lau. Um, <laughs> he seemed he seemed like he was an intense guy. Yeah, no, sure. he 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 did that. <laughs> he, he did that. Um, I loved Dylan and Ray. Shouts. Uh, like I said, they really did come to perform. It, it's like they had practiced even. Yeah. Like they knew how they wanted to. To command that stage. Right. Um, so that was really impressive. And then, of course, Bando two times. Not my cup of tea, but he had everybody in there rocking. I was out there for Bando two times because I was going to try to get some freaking water. And they were like $4. And I was like, Vanguard, <laughs> I have a VIP <laughs> ticket, bro. Give me some free water. <laughs> like, what do you mean? Uh, and, excuse uh, me? I'm a VIP? Yeah. And they all, that that was, he was like, $4. I was like, for water? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, nah, dude, I'm good. And then like I turned around, and I didn't I didn't like Bando two times. And the reason why I didn't like Bando two times is because he had his track behind him the whole time. And I, and I will say that about every artist that has a backtrack, which congratulations to you for not using it. And you were, but like it was, it was I couldn't even hear it. I, I could, did. I'm I using could it only, on every set. I could only hear you this last time until you weren't taught and weren't I'm rapping. I'm using my backing like, track for medical issues. I'm fat and I run out of breath. I'm not good enough. Well, for it's not a medical issue. You're fine. <laughs> but here's <laughs> the next. Gripping, just, 
Every time I'd start to fall off, you were my security. Every time I'd start to fall off, I'd look, we're here, right? We're doing this, right? Like, this is okay? You know what I'm saying? So, like, it was tough. It's the bouncing. I get to bouncing, and then I'm... (sighs) I know. (laughs) Every time, man. Every cancer fucking, sticks you sucked in. Yeah, that's really what it is. Is me smoking cigarette after cigarette after that. cigarette. Done. We're also gonna be vegan. We've decided. No, not vegan. That's too hard. You can't do anything, by the way. Don't ever that's get like your hopes up for anything like that. You this doubt that I'm falls sorry, out of this you know lady's mouth all the time. In the refrigerator? That's that's yours though. Those are your groceries. It's not doubt that falls out of my mouth. It's facts that falls out of my mouth. Because remember, whenever you were like, "Oh, let's work out every day," we worked out for five days, and then he was like, "I'm tired." But what's funny? I don't want to go right? anymore. I don't what's go. funny is because literally a month before that, I was working my ass off, hitting eight hundred yeah. push-ups. And so, what are you talking about that I can't do? I can do anything <laughs> I set my mind to. I but have, then you set your mind to it and you don't do it. And that's then you, incorrect as fuck. And then you, his you, mind you, wasn't you really made, set. To you it. Made he it. said he was going to do it, but he didn't mean that. Exactly. You made work out. Gavin never did it. We tried to go vegan, never did it. Like the most upsetting. I hate when you say that about me. I hate. Like you like to do it. But there's so many other things that I do. Like you can't measure up the things I don't because I do the fuck out of shit when I say just not just not with me. Just not with me. I just think vegan is wrong. I'd rather go keto before I went vegan. Cause yeah, he was, more dangerous. he was lying Crazy. with vegan. Like, hell nah. No cheese? <laughs> no, no, no cheese? Nah, no cheese? What do you mean? <laughs> it's from a cow, bitch. <laughs> I like cows, bitch. You seen that movie, uh, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World? Yes. Oh, yeah, it's a great film. <laughs> yes. I love that The shit. vegan battle. <laughs> I don't remember the vegan battle. You don't remember battle. the vegan I'm battle? Right <laughs> Refresh my what, what What's... Oh, remember um, they were. Is that the end? Close to the end? No, it's in the it's in the middle. It's like in the middle where it was uh, his ex girlfriend, you know, who was then hooked up with the with the vegan, the the dude playing the bass. Mm-hmm. I remember now. Right? Yeah, and he, they were having that battle with about the, ve- and he made he tricked him up with drinking the the little the coffee that had the milk in it, and then oh. the vegan police came out, and and he's like, what? I don't remember. He's At like, it's something about like, you know, a chicken salad's not vegan? I think the scene I remember the most is when uh, the two chicks fight. Right? Oh, her, between her, knives her and... Her girlfriend, that shit was crazy. Yeah. That you was, know what I'm saying? You don't remember the Chris Evans skateboard? Oh, yeah, I do remember Captain that. Captain America Fucking scene? Fucking Cap, you know what I mean? <laughs> I do remember that as well. But, uh, anyway... So we did the Vanguard last night, man. I appreciate all of y'all working your asses off. It was a good vibe. It was a good time. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I was hard at work. True indeed, getting that money. Uh, <laughs> Eyes open. You want to plug up your social media, Playboy? Uh, yeah, you can follow me on SoundCloud at Eyes, capital E, underscore open. Uh, hit that sub button. Mm-hmm. Check yeah. out those instrumentals, like man. They fire. Uh, Joe, you want to plug up? Any of your stuff? Uh, yeah, you can follow me on Instagram at It's Milla Vanilla. Shout out. <laughs> uh, 2TDT, you want to do the thing? Yeah, man. Uh, <coughs> if you want to find us on Facebook, you can find us at With All Due Respect Podcast. We're on Instagram at With All Due Respect 001. At Twitter at A underscore broadcasting. And then, what? Yeah, yeah. And then... Yeah. Um, yeah. 
Yeah. We're on Twitch at WADR underscore TV, and I upload all my lives to YouTube, which is, with all due respect, broadcasting. True indeed. This has been the With All Due Respect podcast. Um, for those of you that don't like it, with all due respect. Fuck, fuck you. you. And we out. Wait, wait, wait. We forgot something. Quantumguy.wadr at gmail.com. Shout out. Right <laughs> hey. Fuck.